0: Australia's leading podcast for men with issues. Fantastic. Mark, can yeah. you believe we did another show? How good's that? Fantastic. Great to be here and great to finally get our first ever guest in the studio.
1: Well, before we start or talking... Or the bedroom. Before we start talking about our guest, the last uh, couple of weeks, we've done something that's been quite eventful and quite exciting, uh, the axe
0: throwing. Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy the axe throwing. I wasn't happy with my performance on the night. I think I was uh, a subpar, but it was a great night out. What were there, seven or eight of us? Eight of us. Throwing axes, and we had a little competition. It was, uh, it was fantastic. I, I can't wait to go back, to be honest. Well, I was quite happy with my performance. As you know, I was runner-up. Well, I, I will tell you a little secret. I got home that night. I was yeah. disappointed. I think, I think I was a little bit hardly done by. I was in the Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic side of the draw. Oh, yeah. Um, and went home and got onto the internet and watched the World Championships until about 1 a.m. Yeah. And we need to use the smaller axis... And we need to throw them more like darts, less behind the head, less backswing. Right. Just a short dart, like it works for these guys who are the world's best. I was quite happy with my technique. Okay.
1: And the other eventful thing that I had in the last couple of weeks was our twenty-third wedding anniversary. Not mine and yours. I'm talking about mine and my wife's.
0: Congratulations. Yeah, we was... managed to work out what uh, what day it was.
1: I, I already knew what day it was. You are the one I had a problem working out what day it was. It was a beautiful evening. Went to a beautiful French restaurant. And she's a very lucky girl. (laughs) And actually, um, between Entree and Maine, my wife looked into my eyes and she said to me, you know I love you, don't you? And I said, yeah, I love you too. And she goes, there were so many nice things I wanted to say about you, but I'm just too tired. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) So, thanks for that one, babe. And then what did you say? Well, you know, we went on to Maine. <laughs>
0: Let's get the check.
1: <laughs> I'm really excited to um, introduce our first ever guest on the Men With Issues podcast. He's been a, a guy that's been in our lives for a very long time and um, very respected amongst uh, strangers than us. Strangers, and, love him. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm just so glad to have, have him here. Uh, Dr. Jason Oates, welcome to the Men with Issues. <laughs>
0: Thank you very
2: much. That's a, a wonderful introduction. I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for having me, got And I'm sorry that for the last three weeks I haven't been able to come. Uh, I've been sick, uh, and then my wife had issues and I had to stay home. And then last week my mother
0: cut a thumb off. Oh, and um, so a, li- <laughs> a likely story. <laughs> no, really.
2: She went home today. She's uh, no, I,
0: I. I uh, I was going to ask about that. Is she doing okay?
2: So I, I, I was on my way here, yeah, and and I was dropping into the office. I was, I was going to pick up my microphone in case we need – and then I got to, oh, you, have you called your dad? You know, there's a family emergency, and I thought, oh, yeah, it can't be good. And I go to my mum, so I thought, sorry, guys, I've got to go – went to emergency, and they, they, they let me in, and they were sort of showing it because I'm, I'm a doctor, and they said, look – and I'm not good with hand fin- finger not injuries. Not good with I mean, blood? Not good with blood, no. No, no actually, I don't, I don't mind – other people's blood, generally, mm. not but your um, blood. not your mum's blood. And yeah. finger injuries, I've yeah, never, I've yeah. never liked finger nah. injuries, and I'm starting to feel a little bit, oh. <laughs> a little bit sick. Awesome. So this is Royal Perth Hospital in uh, in, in Perth, in Western Australia, obviously where we live. And um, but they were good; they were they were quick. You know, two and a half hours, and they were taking her up to, to stitch it back on. So, I, you didn't
0: do it. You didn't do the operation.
2: Well, she was saying, Oh, you know, my son can do it. No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I don't know how to do this. This isn't, isn't well. As
0: modern. we'll discover later yeah. in the podcast, your your specialty is not thumbs. No, it's not thumbs, but no. uh, very similar to thumb. So, yeah, yeah. something unlike, pertinent to me. Yeah, she might have been yeah. in for a big surprise when <laughs> she woke up in the morning. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I got a call through in the morning saying, Oh, the operation's finished. Through, wow. yeah, I, didn't, did I, didn't, I didn't need to know it through. Five hours. Five you don't hours. take
0: that long with your work, do you? You're uh, in and out, more or less.
2: Well, uh, well, like when I'm doing a facelift, sometimes I'll do it. You know, it'll take five hours or something. Facelift and eyes and laser and stuff. Yeah. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves Yeah. A little okay, bit. Sorry. Let's, let's explain.
0: Yeah. Jason, what do you do? Who are you? What do you do? Where do you do it? Why okay. do you do it?
2: Uh, my name's Jason Oates. I'm a father. Uh, I, I live in Western Australia, which is where we all live. I've known you guys for like... 20-odd years. Uh, I guess what you're thinking is, yes, I'm a doctor. Uh, I'm what we call a, a facial plastic surgeon. So I initially trained in in nose, and throat surgery. So I was doing tonsils and grommets and um, fixing septums and stuff like that and helping people breathe. Um, cancer of the mouth and that. Uh, but I, I specialised in what we call facial plastic surgery. Um, I went overseas for a year just doing facelifts and nose jobs and, and that sort of thing. And I was like 1999, 2000, I came back and started setting up business. And so I've, I've worked purely in that sort of facial cosmetic sort of area. But while I was while I was overseas, um, there was one guy that said, look, learn how to do liposuction because, you know, the population is getting fatter and fatter and, you know, you'll, you'll never starve if you know how to do liposuction. So... I started doing a, a few things that are off the face, and um, then in, in the last decade, uh, I've done even more things that are off the face, and I guess that's probably what you guys are interested in. Well,
1: we're not uh, personally interested in. We're not you. We're, we're interested all in no, your, subjects.
2: Yeah. 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 So, so I do dick augmentation. There you go. It's out there. Everybody everybody can hear it now. Well, <laughs> we've got, uh, good. I'm glad I thought the profession is just called a penis. Uh, <laughs> we do. Uh, or peni.
1: Do you call it pen I?
2: If there, you, if there are more than many. one, if you were both to like drop your pants right now, which I do not want you to do. Don't worry, not we We could do say, say uh, uh, penises or peni? I would say
0: penises. Mm. No, see, I would I say pen. Mm, uh, would you?
2: Yeah. You, you're just being smart. I really? I,
0: I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I've never had to deal had with you. more, than one, more than, than one penis at a time. <laughs> that's right. maybe, we can, maybe that's another podcast, Derek. <laughs> uh, but... I'm glad you, you, uh, you got to the uh, cut to the chase there, Jason. <laughs> you know but before he does it cut to the chase, before yeah, he does cut to the chase. Hopefully he doesn't cut through the chase. Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: Before he gets to the chase, I'd like to ask him, what what made you become a cosmetic surgeon? What, what <sighs> took you down that avenue?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. Why did you want um, to be a doctor in the first place? It,
2: it reminds me of the, of the guy when you had to do your application to get into medical school. And they'd they say, why do you want to be a doctor? And he was saying, look, when I was a kid my f- friend fell down and he broke his arm and the doctor was walking past and he, like, put on a sling and he put it... And, and my friend looked up and said, or oh, a tear in his eye, thanks, doc. And I always wanted somebody to, you know, to say that to me. Uh, two, I wanted to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Let me me tell you, nobody goes into cosmetic surgery because they're saving the world. (laughs) They go into it because they want to make a lot of money and they want to make it as easy as they can. That's the thought
0: behind it. Right. But you do, (laughs) ultimately, you might not be fixing someone's broken arm, but you're fixing a lot of other perceived and real Problems that people have. I yeah, mean, uh, yeah, that's
2: what we say, that's what we know. I mean, when people do podcasts and yeah. interviewers, and that, that's what that's what we say. But that not that's not what it is. Um, yeah, I don't believe there's a person doing plastic cosmetic work in Australia, probably in the world, that's doing it for altruistic reasons. Or oh, maybe so, not,
0: but still you're still having a, an impact. Oh, yeah, the, no, no, no. Yeah. The
2: people really come in and appreciate. But yeah, when my, when I got a phone call at three o'clock in the morning and um, I was being told, you know, they've finished stitching my mum's thumb back on, I you know that was like this reality check sort of thing. i thinking, man, you know, I, I don't stay up till three o'clock in the morning yeah. stitching somebody's nose you back on. You're not making those
0: phone calls at 3 a.m., calling no. someone to tell them that their partner's penis is now larger. <laughs> <laughs> and it went well. You're just sleeping. You're just sleeping soundly. You I, I am trying to try to sleep soundly. Yeah. So um, let's now. I, hmm. I, I, you've actually done some work on on me um, <laughs> years ago. Not in the penis department, but Sorry. I, I don't know if you even remember this, but 25, 23 years ago, I broke my nose a couple of times. Couple of times, here, yeah. And you helped me out with that. I um, hey, said so Look on. are well, looking it's pretty good, bad, actually. It's yeah? Not bad. You can breathe. <clears throat> yeah. Perfectly. Oh, perfectly. Breathe, yeah. Um, I didn't realise how it was quite a physical process, if I recall. <laughs> you know, like I think you had a foot on my chest and you're whacking. Was a hammer? It Wasn't quite that it, bad. It's, was it? It, it's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite a physical process, which makes sense, I guess. You're trying to bang things back into shape, and a lot of what you do is almost like carpentry or. Or, it, it is some, some is it? of
2: it is is glorified car- carpentry and some of it is artistic and a lot of what we do now is uh, injectable fillers and that does take an eye for beauty and uh, 3d shape the natural shape and and you were mentioning a TV show earlier that you'd been watching and I haven't watched it myself but you know people who cosmetically are getting things done that clearly aren't natural and are not even attempting to be natural. Um, and for most of us, that's not, not, not what we're doing. So you need to have, yeah, some idea of artistry uh, and you need to have, yeah, that carpentry sort of... I should do more carpentry. I'd love to do it. That'd be great. i just worried I'd cut my thumb off. I wouldn't be able to work well, anymore. Well, don't do any
0: sewing. No. <laughs> well, actually, I'm good at sewing.
2: Get back to penises because that's
0: what guys want to hear about, really. Well, Um, I want to hear about all sorts of things but uh, because I know over the years when I've chatted with you, you always had something going on, something new. And you were uh, into tattoo removal, and I'm sure you still are, but that was a a thing maybe 10 years ago you got mm, started. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's got his finger in many pies. Many pies. He's always got his finger somewhere that it probably needs to be. Mm. Um, the penis enlargement, talk us through it because yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people, when they hear penis enlargement, they assume that it is going to be a longer penis,
2: mm, no. but that's not the case. It's not the case. We're not working on length, working on, uh, on, on girth. Um, but before you do
1: take us through that um, process, I would like to know, when someone is about to um, make an appointment to have this procedure done. <laughs> Are they speaking to a, a male, a female? How does that work in the lead up before they actually come and, and sit down with you?
2: Yes. Yeah, so obviously, we're in an electronic world now and, and people are searching for things on their phones or some kind of digital device. And so often they'll contact us um, electronically. Yeah. And um, we've got a, I've got a wonderful um, secretary assistant, Brody, who... Um, deals with a lot of that, and she's just got a natural talent for communicating with people and helping people um, feel at ease. Do you feel
1: that, um, it's difficult for someone to approach that subject on the phone with a female receptionist? It's,
2: so this is one of the things that we we do sort of try and explain to guys is the hardest thing generally is that first contact. Yeah. Um, the actual procedure itself, almost every guy says, well that was <laughs> so much easier than I thought, you know, it didn't hurt yeah. and uh, that was nowhere near as bad as like contacting initially and often initially it's like emails and they go to the website and they, they contact us um, and sometimes it'll be backwards, forwards, backwards forward, it could be for a year, longer two years before somebody actually comes in and uh and has an appointment and that's like entirely appropriate it's not the sort of thing that we would want somebody to to rush into
0: do you ever say no a couple
2: of them? times a couple of times um not for this subject but just yesterday we sent an email to a patient saying, "Look no, we don't want to um do this procedure for you we we don't feel, and it was somebody. They just contacted us back, and they they just sounded as if 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 they were finding a one day delay in getting a quote for their procedure, and that was a, like an end of the world sort of thing. Then um, the the potentials in surgery or procedures to not live up to your expectations was too too big a risk. So. We were sort of declining to, to do that surgery. I've had guys who are just really fat, mm. and I'm saying, look, oh, there's nothing wrong with your penis. Your penis is great. Mm. You just can't, just can't find it. Just can't see it. Yeah, you just can't see it. Yeah, lose thirty kilos. Mm. You know, your, your penis will be great. And in fact, for a lot of guys, I think you you, know, you want to be more attractive. Mm. One, uh, change your personality. Um, two. Uh, lo- okay. Is that service that you offer? No. Uh, yeah, lose lose loo- cool. loo- some weight. Yeah. Um, y- y- you don't need to have a bigger penis. Um, yeah. There are a lot of other things you can do. Cut it back a bit. Yeah, it up a bit. Yeah, pubic hair. That is. Yeah, They're trying to make yeah, it yeah. Neen it up a bit. Hair. Yeah, a bit of me up. So one of the things in, in the instructions that we give you is that it's it's good to have a bit of a trim, uh, and yeah, I I occasionally have guys come in with a full. Untrimmed pubic hair, and it, it's almost shocking to me now, really, because um, the vast majority of guys ha- have trimmed in in, in in some fashion. Sometimes yeah. it's you know a bare skin sort of shave, but sometimes it's just a bit of a trim. Um, it certainly uh, lets you see it a lot better. That that it's going to be cleaner if, it, if there's no hair there, but you know it it certainly. It's easier to see everything when there's when not. Come. But one of the things I try and explain to guys is, you know, if you're not a regular manscaping kind of guy, is don't take a chunk out of your dick with the with the hair trimmers or scissors or something when you're coming in to see me. A big scabby bit on, on your penis is, is not what I want to see. No, not pretty. Uh, no.
0: Do most men that come in are they saying that they think they need? A bigger penis, or that they've been told by a partner or it's their a, friends, it's, a, it's or a
2: variety of things. If you ask a lot of guys, you know, if there was a painless procedure, walk in, walk out, and it looks normal, it feels normal, works normally, sign me up. It's just bigger. <laughs> would you would you be interested in in something like that that gives you a bigger penis?
1: Well, maybe, but um, I'm pretty happy with my penis. So it never comes into my mind that I would ever think, "Oh, I'm, I need to do something to that."
2: Yeah, and five percent of guys are like that. Okay, Mark, let's talk over this. Side where ninety-five of us live.
0: Well, Jason, <laughs> okay. you've, you've only ever seen my nose. That's right. I have not seen. Uh, I would never you think.
2: You never have. No. Okay, apart never. from you two guys, ninety-five yeah. percent of guys live over here with me. <laughs> uh, who would? Who would? Oh, the option. The option of having a big penis? Yeah. 95%. Actually, really? there, there's a variety of studies um, and usually it actually comes around to 60% of guys would be interested in doing something about it. Yeah. Uh, actually, to the point of actually saying, okay, yes, I would do it. I, I still think there's an, another 30% of guys who, ah, uh, I wouldn't do it. But I like I like the the yeah. If if it was you know if I had a bigger one that'd be great. But so I think it is. I think it's it all. It is. We know it is a common. But do you think?
1: Do you think uh, over the recent years that um, the access that we have to um, the internet, porn at our fingertips, has fueled the fact that men want to make their penises look like one of those guys, those porn stars.
2: Oh. again there have been plenty of studies and um I've worked with a uh, a psychologist who's written a, a number of papers on this um uh this subject uh, hi Gemma if you're uh, out there uh dr Gemma sharp uh and yeah they've looked at reasons for why people want to do this and yes pornography is there as a reason and maybe it it is um but you know some guys don't look at porn that includes males you know they may only look at Pornography that has, you know, women in it, and therefore they're not getting exposed to these gigantic um, penises. Can I
1: just clear one thing up then? So, uh, porn stars like Ramrod, Mm -hmm. Lance Hardwood,
2: (laughs) both patients of mine, are they going to sue me for (laughs) lying about them being patients?
1: Ben Dover (laughs) and Robin Hood.
2: you can't stop
0: (laughs) have no influence (coughs) well can I answer that one Derek because I I think part of this whole problem is that Men, particularly of my age, growing up. What's your age? Late thirties, <laughs> early 40s. late to early fifties, in the census. Um, we didn't have. <laughs> did have, have a lot of. Ex, maybe if you went to boarding school or something, you you, you didn't see a lot of penises. You didn't. There was and no, they were flaccid. There was no internet. There was no. Unless you were Catholic. Well, and I and, and I. I am, but I I was uh, penises. I didn't see a lot of penises. Well, especially,
1: exactly. And and if you wanted to see a pornographic magazine in a shop, it was usually covered. Um, You had to be over 18 to look at it. A news agency guy comes over and says, Oh, which one do you want?
0: Derek, what I was going to say is it wasn't until I managed to sneak a look at the odd pornographic magazine that I realized, okay. My penis is slightly larger than, <laughs> than average. Fine. And I got on with my life. But nowadays, with so much internet and, um, well, it's the internet really. I mean, you can see a penis whenever you want to see a penis. Even you have a website with penises on it. I got a lot of penises on Before my website. Before and afters.
2: Yeah. I see a lot more dicks than I ever expected to, to see. We even really? got around to how I started. we will come back to that. And you went to hell. Yeah, I went, to, I went to an all-boys school. Um, no, I didn't see a lot of dicks. I wasn't a big sporting sort of guy. And um, So do you feel
1: this has taken off a lot better than what you thought?
2: It took a long time. Look, I've been doing this for like 10 years. I first started researching this over 10 years ago. And because I had a guy come in and say, look, you, you can do all this stuff, you know, fillers and, you know, non-surgical things for women and plump their cheeks and lips up. And how come you can't do something for guys? And I said, oh, I can do Botox for you. Uh, you know, botox might like stop your wrinkles or something. I can pump you. No, no, no. Why can't you make my dick bigger? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if that can be done. So, internet, bit of googling. Koreans are doing it, mm-hmm. of course. Koreans are doing it. A few published papers. They're world leading, are they? World leading. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a there's a doctor in Tijuana in Mexico who is my hero as far as um uh, dick augmentation goes. So, um, bit of a Shout out to Dr. C and Tijuana. But tell me um,
1: those We're with South Korea then.
2: Yeah. Like, do Korean guys have smaller dicks? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, slightly. So you see all those K pop guys, you know, they may yes. look pretty, yep. you know, they may be able to dance, they may be able to sing. <clears throat> but yeah, they've got small dicks. So they wow. so
1: make you feel better. We may get Except so for those a bit guys, of backlash okay. on Twitter. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. About.
0: There goes the uh, the Korean audience. <laughs>
2: So I tried to contact these Korean yeah. uh, urologists. Um, uh, urologists, they do kidney, bladder, penis sort of surgery. Um, but I never got any answer because, you know, guess what? They all speak and write in Korean and I write in English. And maybe they get lots of emails. But I couldn't get any, any information back. And I was sort of thinking, oh, maybe I'm never going to get anywhere. And an Italian guy published something in one of the uh, the plastic surgery journals with a video attached to it. And I watched the video and I thought oh, I can do a lot better than that. Um, this is clearly somebody who's a kidney surgeon, not a cosmetic injector. I'm using this big, fat cannula and sort of really just injecting on the top of the penis and it made it look a bit like a, a turtle shell on top of the penis. I don't really don't thought oh, you don't want it. If you're going to have it fattened up, you want it fattened all the way around. You want it to look like a normal penis, just bigger. And um, so I thought, okay, we can do... Then I had to find people... Who would let me practice on them? And I, 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 I Did started. you have
0: volunteers? You, yeah, eventually. Did I you put them. an ad in the? What do you? How do you go? I, about finding well, I'm
2: surprised I didn't ask you guys. But like, obviously, you, neither of you guys really need it, so you wouldn't be saying yes. But um, I just put it out to a few people, and I was surprised. I was saying, look, I've never done this before. I've got no idea how it's going to work. Maybe it's going to be a disaster. Maybe a dick will drop off.
1: And they put their hands up. Let me stick a they needle still in your sick.
2: penis. I was just amazed, and I still think I'm for amazed. This guy Did there. you tell them uh,
0: what sort of a discount they were getting? Because I've hundred percent I've looked at the price list, and I first of all, it's expensive. I yeah. love the the way you price. It's a combination of as like, a package, travel insurance. How you <laughs> buy travel insurance? Um, so we've got gold. Platinum, diamond, and my favorite, black diamond. <laughs>
2: Everyone
0: wants a black diamond. Now, how many people take each of those packages and is that partly, do you find people uh, trying to go for the highest that they can or the, the lowest? Or uh, it,
2: It's expensive. You know, I, I What's can't... the most expensive someone? What's the most uh, money
0: someone could spend with you?
2: Uh, We've had guys spend over thirty thousand. I don't think I don't think we've had anybody spend forty thousand, but I think over thirty. So, series in the one here? Well, normally we'll do it in a series of of, of stages and steps. Yeah. Um So it's it's an expensive sort of business. The more filler you inject in, so fifteen would be fifteen mils would be the average starting volume for most guys, but a lot of guys will go to twenty, and I've had guys go to thirty and forty mils, and you're you know,
1: when you say meals, so how does it, the procedure, take, take us through the procedure. So you have the penis in your hands.
2: <laughs> At some point, yes.
1: And is the patient, is it local anesthetic or is it, what is it?
2: Okay, we'll take it right back. So yeah. they have, the vast majority of guys Google penis enlargement or yeah. words to that effect. Yeah. And um either Google AdWords ad comes up, which costs me a fortune or our website comes up because we've just got a lot of stuff on penis enlargement there and guys go to it and have a bit of a read. They email us and we send them a whole bunch of information about penis enlargement and various bits and pieces. Eventually a guy makes an appointment, comes in and you know, we talk about it a whole lot of stuff that we look at measure photo guys love that. Um, Then I give them a script for a uh, a, a compounded local anaesthetic or a numbing cream. So you can get numbing cream just over the counter at the chemist, and that's really good. But when somebody's coming in to have a needle in their penis, we want it to be really, really numb. So we get a, a really strong numbing cream made up. They smear it all over their dick. They wrap it up in glad wrap. I leave that on for an hour, and it gets it really, really numb. So... By the time they get to see me, it's, all, it's already like a soufflé. <clears> that <throat> like, what they do just, I don't know. just another Friday night. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you cook soufflés every Friday night. <laughs> the glad rat. It was a glad rat. Oh no, yes, I had a flashback.
2: So, uh, yes. Yeah, so is it called a
1: soufflé when you put meat in? Uh, no, a no. well, soufflé is it? a dessert. No. Oh, po- sorry. What
2: are you? <laughs> what, what, what's the thing where they put in water and they and they Boy, boil it? it.
0: Oh, I, What's that uh, called? Yeah, it's 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 a technique. Yeah,
2: well, after you've recorded this, go and look it up and then insert it in here. So yeah, I, somewhere. I'll drop it but in. But I'm a vegetarian, so I don't know about oh. boiling meat, and so. Okay, so um, sorry. Get back to it. Anyway, so the, their penis is numb. Um, so they come in and we're, they're in a nice private uh, room. Obviously, uh, we, we do it as a sterile procedure. Um, so it's all with sterile gloves and, and drapes
0: and stuff. Well, and I hope all so, all Jason. Yeah. Encouraging, Jason. That's Well, apparent.
2: yeah. I'm, well, the, yeah, the biggest thing we worry about is, um, is infection. You don't want to get infection in the, in the dick. That wouldn't be good. Um, I actually use a cannula rather than a needle to do it. So a cannula is... It's got a blunt end as opposed to a sharp, pointy end. Yeah. So I've got to get a needle first, do a little poke in the skin, get this blunt cannula, and it's... um. It's 0.7 of a millimetre
1: mm-hmm.
2: in in diameter, so across 0.7. So relatively relatively uh, narrow. Um, and so once you've got the access, a hole in the skin, the cannula just slides in there. There's a space. There's that space between the skin and deeper in the erectile tissue. So it's above the... Rectal tissue, that expands. When you so can I ask questions. So
1: do you start from the top of the penis or down start, lower?
2: I, I like to start at the top, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some guys like to start at the lower down.
0: but Do they? <laughs> Don't you just – do you ever start – at the bottom and work your way up it. it doesn't make any you mean difference. the ba- it doesn't the bottom. Really make I didn't mean the bottom, bottom. you mean the I mean base the, of the penis uh, yes
2: yeah Yeah. yeah so in, the, in that video that I was talking to the Italian guys they started at the base of the, of the penis but I, I like I like oh, I grab it by the head and give it a good stretch tug yeah just not not repetitively just one good stretch yeah and then got my I'd be worried point. if you started
1: doing it repetitively
2: yeah a charge extra <laughs> better edit that out <laughs>
1: Oh, I think we might keep that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>